You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them Kim Trails in the sky. Welcome, welcome everybody to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. I want to welcome you to an amazing Thursday today. I'm so excited because I get to do a deep dive with somebody who is so community driven. It is just not even funny. Miss Jacqueline Armstrong, or as many of us know her as Auntie, she is in the building. I get to talk to her about all the things that she's doing in community and how she's staying engaged and plugged in with some amazing initiatives that are so necessary in our community. So I'm excited that I get to tap in with her today. Of course, it's the top of the show though, y'all. So it's a great time to tag and share the stream. Go ahead, feel free to tag and share the stream with folks you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day with Trey. And if you can't watch us, you can always listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network and The Day with Trey. Y'all will find me on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, you name it, your favorite platform. Just search for us uh, and you will find us right there. Huge shout out to all of you who are tagging and sharing the stream. And for those of you that are sharing the podcast as well, I want to give a note before I dive in today about how grateful I am. I want to share a bit of my gratitude. You know, uh, I started the day with Trey back in June of last year, right? And uh, it's been an amazing run in the first season. This is now season two. Throughout that time, I've really been able to uh, experience an outpouring of love from so many in the community who have shared how important this show is and the information that we share, how important it is to them. And it's something for me, I want to be thankful on this Thursday to all of you uh, for the ways that you are sharing how this experience in this show is impacting you all. You know, just recently, my mother started watching pretty uh, recurringly, pretty, you know, now she's on board, you know, for a minute there, she's like, oh, I just, you know, I can't do it. I get so emotional. And she would always tell her friends, I just cry every time I see my baby on the screen. But I want to send a huge shout out to my family who have been tapping in. My cousin, December, has been tapping in. I love you so much and appreciate you. And mom, brother, sister, thank y'all so much much for tapping in. You know, it's something for me where I I love hearing from all of my community members about how important this show is to them. But for those who were around me as I was growing up, I mean, my cousin December was like a big sister to me my entire life. And it's so important for me to know that what I'm doing here is also impacting those who really helped me become who I am today. So I just wanted to be thankful on this Thursday to all of you, not just for tagging and sharing the stream or maybe talking about, you know, what you learned here in, you know, at work or in your circle of influence, but also for being intentional about diving in deep to figure out what is going on in community, to understand who some of these amazing community pillars are. The work that they are doing is phenomenally inspiring. And I'm always excited that this platform right here, The Day with Trey, gets to really be a part of sharing their stories, of expressing themselves, of highlighting who they are to all of you. 
and for so many of you to introduce you to who these amazing folks are in our community and beyond. So I just wanted to send a, a real special note as I'm preparing myself for Martin Luther King Day on Monday, January 16th. I think it's so important for us to be self-reflective about how we are paying uh, homage to Dr. King's legacy, how we're continuing it, because we are still working towards equitable solutions to this day. For any of you who do that in your daily jobs or volunteering in your communities or educating your children or young people around you about these issues, kudos to you because we're all a part of this legacy. It's going to take us all to change things. And Dr. King knew that from the gate. So I just want to share with you all that as you get inspired and you see people come on this platform and come on this show, I, I want you all to always figure out, man, dig deep. What are you doing to be a part of these amazing legacies that are being built before you? And what are you doing to continue the amazing legacies like what Dr. King started in his day? You know, it's on all of us and we have that opportunity. So I wanted to share that message with all of you. I'm truly grateful, eternally thankful to all of y'all for pouring into me, for pouring into this show, for watching, for talking about it, for being inspired. I want to thank you all. Well, after this short break, I get to thank somebody else publicly right here because Auntie Jackie is in the building. I'm so excited. I'll get to talk to her about all the amazing things that she is doing to stay connected to our community. Stay tuned right after this short break, y'all. You're watching The Day with Trey. Prosperity in Black America. What will this require? Is Black business prospering? Are we reaching women and minority-owned businesses? How do we achieve earning parity for wealth for our families? Do our children really have access to education? Will our families have choices for our children? Prison pipelines, mass incarceration, tearing our families apart, a healthcare system not accessible to the masses, the disproportionate termination of black women from corporate America. When will we actually begin to address what's really at play? How do Black people gain more power to help make these changes? This requires a lot of political will and courage. I'm that provocateur of change. I am Cindy Bright. Welcome to Heartbeat. COVID-19 hurt my income, my health, and my family. We were about to lose our home when we heard we might be eligible for homeowner assistance funds from the government. We called 1-877-894-HOME and a housing counselor stepped in, talked to our lender, and saved our home. Federal funding details at WashingtonHalf.org. That's WashingtonHAF.org. Welcome back, everybody, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. Joining me right now, first time in the Black Media Matter studios, is Jacqueline Armstrong, or as many of us know her, as Auntie. Hi, Auntie. How are you? Good morning, Trey. It's good to be here with you. Yeah, I'm so glad that you were able to make time. I mean, you know, as I was just sharing there in the first uh, uh, part of the show, there's so many people who are doing great things. And you have really said, 
you know what? I'm going to be an example. I'm going to be out here. I'm going to be connected. I'm going to plug in. What is going on in my community and how can I tap into that? I want to learn a little bit about you before we get into all the great things you're doing in the community. Tell us about you being in the Central District, being raised here. You have so many roots here. Tell us about you growing up in the CD. Absolutely, Trey. And again, um, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm a lifelong resident of the Central District. My parents came here from Louisiana in 1947. And I say it with great humility that I still live in the house that I was born in. And that, I don't mind sharing age as an honor, that's 70 years. And so I've watched the baton race of them being able to sacrifice to keep that home. I am a proud legacy homeowner of the CD. And of course, we know the Central District has changed so much since the 50s and 60s. I also am very committed to the youth. I'm a facilitator at Evergreen Goodwill, where I facilitate workshops, workforce development, uh, dress for success, interview questions, um, how do you get a job? And so I'm really tied to that. I very much um, am connected to the youth. And then, of course, through Africatown Community Land Trust, I'm the vice chair on that board. I'm so proud of the work that we're doing there. Recently opening up the William Gross Center, of course, the Banu Home, um, taking care of our houseless and all the wonderful things. We see when we go down 23rd that the Imagine Africa Time banner is up. So we are seeing now the future side of Africa Town Plaza, which will be our headquarters as well as 126 units of affordable housing. And did I not say that I was a graduate of the 1971 class for Garfield Bulldogs? <laughs> Go Bulldogs. Go Bulldogs. So I am tied and invested in the community. Um, and I just, I cannot sit by and watch all the things that are happening. We see it all over the country talking about gun violence and how it now has come to my community. And so my mantra, niece, is that I'm retired, but I ain't tired. Nice. So I show up, I show up reunion on Union, Yamoja Fest, Juneteenth, whatever's going on in my community, I'm going to be a part of it. So I can't just sit in and with a blind eye and look the other way. This is my community. And so I'm invested. Um, I keep boots on the ground for the next generation because somebody was there for me. And I think about growing up in the central area, luckily enough to have two parents, but also having role models, community role models like Fitzgerald Beaver, Councilman Sam Smith, all the people that were watching a watchful eye over me. So if I was skipping school or doing something I had no business before I got home, you can best believe that phone, uh, that, that phone on the wall was ringing off that Mrs. Smith, why was your daughter not in class? I, I didn't appreciate that then, but I do now. Yeah. And that's why I'm invested in the covenant. We have to be role models. And the more trips around the sun, in my opinion, holds me accountable. I have to reach back and I have to be that example. I have to live the principles of the covenant, which we'll talk more about. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you set a great foundation because honestly, you're talking about a time where we cared for one another and it was just second nature. I think as we think about uh, the, the ways that our society has kind of uh, utilized a lot of technology and digitization to individualize us um, as people, we also 
see that there is a degradation of those ideals moving us forward and propelling us to remember that those principles of caring for each other are still needed to this day. And I, I love that you are involved in the covenant work. Uh, y'all have been hearing me this week talk about the covenant. Um, you know, this is again, you know, a bunch of individual organizers just came together, said enough is enough. And, and you've right. been there since day one to say, no, wait, as an elder in this community, what can I do? How can I also bring this um, to the awareness of those in my peer circle so yes. that other elders are aware this work is happening? Tell us a bit about what made you say, you know what, I, I'm not just going to give to ACLT. I'm not just giving to the, the youth over here. I'm going to involve myself in the covenant. Tell us a bit about that decision for you. Well, the decision was made because I see not only the impacts of gentrification, but just the unnecessary deaths. And we've talked about Devon Pickett Jr. and that whole unnecessary death. And, you know, how can you not say, I have to do something? What? I don't know, but I can't stand by and see another family destroyed from the pain and grief of an unnecessary death. Back in my day, sure, there's going to be disagreements, niece. We know that. But what I know is that it didn't involve, the solution wasn't to go get a gun and harm somebody. You know, if there's a, a breakup, if there was a relationship, I might flatten the brother's tires, but I wasn't going to go shoot him, me. Right. And so things, you're absolutely right. Say it again for the people in the back. It's the degradation of how this culture is changing our mindset. I'm a firm believer that we have to change the mindset. And now, of course, with social media, video games, musical lyrics, and I love all types of music, but that is also influencing the youth. And so now they pick up a gun so easily and there's no value for human life. And so I'm saying, I'm 10 toes down in this thing, niece. I am saying that we have to reach back, encourage. Words of encourage are important. Even a smile. Many youth out there don't have the luxury of having two parents. I do represent the elders, the great grandparents, the nanas and the papas. They're saying, oh Lord, what am I going to do? Well, we have a solution. It's called the covenant. Mm -hmm. The 17 principles are how we have to move in 2023 and beyond. We have to make a mind shift, a mindset. We have to say, oh no, baby, you don't need to sell drugs or you don't need to kill somebody over that bag or whatever the situation, it's not worth it. But who's to say that if we don't have a voice in the community? And so that's what I've been doing is I've been so excited to be a part of the covenant. It is a collective group of people that are unracist, unbiased, but that we have the same mindset to say, in gun violence. Let's create healthy families. Let's have a, a community that looks like peace, harmony, and safety, that we can all flourish together. And so it's been amazing. I love being with the young people. I call it navigating generational differences, but yes, I do represent those 60 years and older. I'm saying that we have to get out there. We have to Embrace the covenants, but live them on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Honoring Sankofa, looking back to look forward. We stand on the shoulders of our ancestors. Their wisdom and traditions is what we move forward with. And those are just a few of the principles. But I am so hoping that I will embrace that to the point where those words are written like tablets on my heart, mm -hmm. that I will practice that every day. And if I see that young lady or that man, that I pray that 
I'll have the right words of encouragement or a, a hug or something to say, baby, you can do this. And it doesn't have to be through gun violence. Mm. I'm telling you, I'm just getting uh, goosies and I'm getting so excited. And this, this work has been uh, for me out of so many amazing things that are going on in community. We realized that there was a void here mm -hmm. and the covenant really fills a void of saying, look, we can all be ambassadors of this by being the examples of it, as you said, by living it and living it in the moment, which I think is so key because we have these moments of opportunity to connect with another person yes. that you don't know what they may be going through, but you, again, that um, amazing smile, you know, a compliment a words of encouragement and embrace. There's so many different things that we can do that sometimes we allow those moments to go right past us because maybe we're too busy scrolling on our phones. And I'm always um, sharing it, especially with my 17 year old, I'll say both of my sons, but in particular, my 17 year old to say, you know what, you have an opportunity to be different and to actually lead your friends in a way that showcases you have a firm grounding in who you are and you're connecting back to your ancestral lineage, right? And the power that is within that. And so we have a lot of talks about that because, you know, for, for years, he didn't always embrace his leadership qualities. And it's, you know, in the recent years, he's really been like, you know what? I get it. You know, I see why people are saying that. And, and it's such a beautiful thing to see in him. And I realized that everyone doesn't have that level of encouragement, like you said. And so how can I not only do that for my sons, but do that for my community. That's really what I think the covenant represents for me as well. And so I just really appreciate your, your expertise in lived experience that you've brought into that space. You know, it's something where when you speak, we all are like, okay, what's up? You know, let's make sure we hear this contribution right here because we know that you're coming from a place of love. And I think that that love as the basis of it. And, and for those of you who don't know what love is, okay, I want to tell you because love is actually giving, seeking nothing in return. Mm. It's not mm. a reciprocal thing that we've made it be in our Western society. Mm. It is literally giving because your giving is going to impact someone else. That's it. It's it, it, the funny thing about it too, is that you don't give to get anything back, but because you give like that, you get something back, right? That's the way of the universe. That's yes. the way of energy. And so um, when I think about speaking from a perspective of love, I always want to make sure people understand what I'm saying, because we have this, um, kind of skewed uh, understanding or idea about what love is. It's affection. It's all these other things. It's, uh, you know, has sexual connotation. And it's like, actually, it's just it's just me giving. And I, I think that's what all of the covenant uh, organizers are doing. They're like, you know what? We're just coming together. We're going to give. We're going to make sure that we're giving. And you always give. Now, you know, when you think about you connecting with ACLT, I was there when you first came onto the board and you have such an amazing, positive, joyful energy that just infused that board. And I have to publicly say congratulations for being now the co-chair of the board. It's so beautiful to hear that. Um, and when you think about all of these spaces that ACLT has their hands on, uh, you know, we're talking about William Gross Center, 
Banu Homes, Africatown Plaza, uh, also Youth Achievement Center. Uh, ACLT is really becoming an expert in community development space. And I, I would be remiss if I didn't give you time to make sure you talk about that and your contributions there. Well, Africatown is on the move. We, we are fire in the community, and I'm so proud of the many, many projects. I believe in 2021, we completed 21 projects. That's being real busy. And so with the Africatown um, movement of opening up the William Grove Center, again, my role has been sharing that with the community, making sure that donors realize what we're doing with their donations and contributions. I love Giving Tuesday. I have a list of people that I love to call because now we're on a first name basis and I want them to know we are being good stewards over your money. And so that has been my role at Africatown is to continue to just beat the banner, to, to talk about all the wonderful things that we're doing. And because there are many Caucasians in the Central District, I let them know when Reunion on Union or UC events come, you are welcome. This is community and this is what it looks like now. We can't change gentrification. The landscape has changed, but what we can do is not be erased and make sure that those that are coming in understand our traditions and our values. Point in case we had an event outdoors and many people were coming from the community that had not lived there. And I said, wait a minute, elders eat first and wait a minute we don't like the dogs to be around the food that's our tradition right. as black people and it's okay to say that and so I have just been being informative um, so proud about Africa town and all the many wonderful things that we are doing and going to continue to do yeah it's such a beacon uh, yes. it's such a beacon and this is why I will always be an ambassador of Africa town um, and all of the litany of organizations within the umbrella under Africatown and definitely Africatown Community Land Trust is always going to be a piece of my heart because I understand that not just the need for it, but the immense value that it yeah. brings into our community. When we, when I'm able to connect with people across the country who are doing organizing work, you know, there, there's so many inspiring stories about resilience, particularly in black communities, as we've seen them be the heaviest hit when it comes to gentrification spreading throughout the country. But it's so amazing to see the, the litany of strategies and approaches that community members are taking to disrupt that because a lot lot of folks uh, across this country are saying we will not be erased. Our history will not be replaced. We will be here and we will be thriving in our communities as we always have. And it means that there's an intentionality that we must put forth to make that happen. And Africatown Community Land Trust is doing that here for us. Thank you so Absolutely. much, Auntie Jackie, for everything that you're providing for community. The, the fact that I, I love this, retired but not tired, I can tell. And, and let me just say publicly, y'all, I mean, y'all see Auntie Jackie, she comes through. All right. Let me be looking like Auntie Jackie when I hit 70 because you are 70 and fabulous. Okay. Every bit of you. I love you to the moon and back. And I cannot thank you enough for all that you do. Of course, I got to give you a second here to look right in this camera. Let folks know how they connect with ACLT. How do they connect with the covenant? Tell them all about it. Absolutely. So I'm hoping that those that are watching this morning will definitely tap into our website, the-covenant.org. Become an ambassador. And if you are an organization or a business and you would like to give us a donation, small or large, we greatly appreciate it. We are investing money into hoodies because on Martin Luther King Jr.'s event, 
Monday, January 17th. We will be hooded up. We are going to have our swag on. Uh, we will give as many shirt, hoodies away as we can, but definitely we'd like to replenish that so your donations would be greatly appreciated. I also want to say that don't give up on the youth. This is important work that we're doing. So check in, be an ambassador yourself. Don't wait till Monday. Go right now to the website. Again, it's the-covenant.org. Read those principles. Embrace them. Embrace them so that you yourself can live those principles out on a daily basis. I appreciate this time. I look forward to seeing y'all at the Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. holiday, January the 16th. We are commemorating our 40th anniversary. It's the longest run in Seattle's history. I know you'll be there. Thanks so much. Oh, absolutely. Oh, thank you so much for making time to be with me this morning. It absolutely. was an absolute pleasure. And you know, anytime, Auntie Jackie, this is your this is your home. You're welcome here anytime. You got messages you need to give to the people. Well, Queen Niece, I just have to give you this gift. The bag is from Ghana. Oh, wow. All the way from Ghana for my girl. <laughs> thank you. And I just want you to enjoy that and know that you are great. Oh my goodness, y'all. We get to see the, oh, look, here we go. Art Noir <laughs> doing it big. This is amazing. Look, I don't expect gifts. Thank you. No, I know you don't, but you deserve it. You are a bright light in the community. I love you to the moon and back. Thank you so much. Oh my goodness, y'all. Of course, I'll be wrapping this all up right after this short break. I'm moved because I didn't know I had a gift coming. I really didn't even see it. So uh, I'll be wrapping all this up. Stay tuned, y'all. You're watching The David Trey. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Trey Holiday. We're bringing back Black love when we met. That's right. We need something to warm all of our hearts and to elevate love once again in our communities. We want y'all to go to whereweconverge.com forward slash black love so y'all can nominate your favorite couple for the next rendition of this show with me as the host. Let me sit down and have them on my couch and share how their love can inspire us all. Make sure y'all go and get your nominations in today and be on the lookout for Black Love When We Met, coming at you on Converge Media very soon. Welcome back, everybody, to the David Trey. Oh, my gosh. What a great episode today. Just full of all of the love. Uh, you know, again, for those of you who are looking to participate in one of the longest running MLK Day celebrations uh, throughout the country, it's right here in Seattle happening on Monday, January 16th, right there at Garfield High School. You guys can check out, uh, just search it in your Google Drive, say MLK Day Seattle, and you will come up with the website that can give you all of the workshops that are happening. I believe they start at 9.30 a.m. right there at Garfield. Check them out. There's a way to participate virtually, um, but also come out, enjoy the rally and the march. It's a jam-packed schedule with some amazing, in, you know, uh, uh, speeches and specials, folks coming out to really share and spread Dr. King's legacy um, and love. So make sure you guys tap in. It's a great way for you to see yourself as a part of the solution. Of course, 
be inspired. I sure am by Jacqueline Armstrong or Auntie Jackie, as we know her, doing big things in the community, staying connected and plugged in. As she shared, she's retired, but not tired. And she's showing it every single day. Not only is she living and exemplifying the covenant principles, but she's also being right there with Africatown Community Land Trust, helping to, you know, move all of their initiatives and their vision forward. Um, just an amazing, inspiring person in the community. I'm glad that she was able to share all the great things that she's doing. Of course, be inspired, y'all. See yourself as a part of the solution, as Auntie Jackie is as well. Now, of course, for me, y'all, after uh, this, to, to, well, not after a short break because we're done now, but uh, after this, y'all will see me tomorrow at 11 a.m. Peace. <laughs> Atinga chati kubudirira Mwari alipaluti wipendura mbae uchirwa Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.